We just lost all of our 20-something listeners just now. They said, Welp. Welp, I'm out. Welcome to Love in Brief, a brief ABDL podcast focused on issues of love. Love for yourself. Yeah. Love for others. Yep. Love for your community. I love that one. Love for your significant other if you got one. That's topical. Love for puppers, of course. Naturally. And cats if you got them. You know, just uh, yards and yards of fabricy, fabricy love. Look, I learned from the internet movie, don't mess with cats. Do not mess with cat people either. So cat people, we love you. Yeah, we do. We actually do love you. RY has an allergy. And so we're all a bit I'm salty. I'm allergic to their attitudes, but I do <laughs> like you. We're all a bit salty about cats because we can't have the them. The owners of cats. We love you. Yeah. And we love by proxy your cats from a distance. And you should invite RNT to hang out with them. Yes, just not me because I will sneeze. <laughs> um, hey, I'm, I'm resident. Yes, I am. And I'm not taken. And today we're going to dig into a topic that we've gotten uh, several different questions about. We're going to take a break from our Makers series for this week. Uh, hope you've been enjoying that. But we also want to get to some non-Maker related questions. And this week we're going to dig into uh, yet another sort of angle on the question about what to do when your significant other has some different interests than you do. But this one with kind of a specific bent. Yeah? It's, a pu- it's more public bent. Yeah. It's more interactive bent. And I think the timing is just right for this, not only because we got two questions back back about it that are uh, very similar um, and represent, I think, some other questions we've gotten, but because it's, it, it, dare I say, we're sneaking up on event season. Don't jinx it. I know. I know. I've got my fingers crossed so hard. There's a tiny chance we might be able to see outside people. I cannot wait to see our friends someday soon. And, and so, obviously, we hope that every event is conducted safely and that folks are exercising, you know, the proper distance as they need to, the proper protections. And I'm going to say it, I hope you got the vaccine um, and I hope you're able to get the vaccine. I feel so much better knowing that I have had the vaccine. Absolutely. Um, so with that in mind, it, it's maybe going to be event season, maybe soon. Maybe Perhaps. people can actually go. I mean, there are real events scheduled right now. I can tell you really want it because your register is just going up about raising four and raising yeah. and ra- rising and rising and rising. <laughs> so, I mean, here's, here's the hook, though, is let's say you're one of those folks that's been waiting and waiting and waiting through this long quarantine to go to an event. Maybe you've never gone to an event before, be it a munch. A, a house event, maybe a small gathering in your area, maybe even a meetup with just one other person at a, at a cafe, all the way through to a big event like Capcom. Um, so thinking of this question let, or this issue, let me bring you two questions. RNT, why don't you cover the first one and I'll read the second. Okay. Hello, friends. I'm continuing to enjoy listening to your amazing podcast. Thanks. Oh, thanks. So much so that I'm listening to the same episodes over again, LOL. And I'm wondering if you could help me figure out the best way to communicate to my wife that I'd like to become more active in the community. I attend my first ABDL munch slash con. Oh. Good question. Yeah, that comes to us from uh, Diaper Trucker on Tumblr. We got a similar question from uh, Diaper Outdoor Escapades, also on Tumblr, uh, who said, what would you say? would be the best way to go about telling one's SO or significant other that they are going to a quote adult convention end quote when they themselves aren't going nor aren't into any sort of kink, meaning the partner isn't going and the partner 
isn't into any sort of kink. So one of these is, can I talk to my partner about whether or not I'd like to go? And one of these is, how can I tell my partner that I am going? So they both have kind of the same subject, but a little bit of a different feel, just based on how you're going to approach it. Sure. But um, I think we have the most perfect guest ever because this poor guest of ours um, actually went to their first event right at the cusp of quarantine. Oh my goodness. We met this person. Like the two day. days before quarantine broke out at Capcom 2019. And so he's had a long time to think about this. Sort yeah. of thing. <laughs> and one of the things that sort of uh, enraptured us with our experience meeting this person is not only that he's just a magnificent uh, person to connect with and communicate with, but th- that he had this conversation with his partner uh, shortly before attending his very first event, Capcom 2019. And so we returned to that conversation, and we're going to return to that conversation today. Welcome to you, TB. Welcome to Love and Bree. Thanks for having me. We're really glad to have you. Really glad to get to reconnect over this this question. And I think you've got some wisdom to offer from your experience. Before we dig into all that, we always like to ask, tell us about your love these days. So my love, my love is actually uh, getting outdoors, uh, finding some time to get a walk in, walking my puppers, my dog, um, love my family, love, um, you know, just getting active after being so inactive for such a long time. So, um, yeah, this is a, that's the real current love as, as we kind of talked about before. It's so good to, to get moving again, isn't it? Yes. So get the, get the blood flowing a little bit more, um, and fight off some of the, the angst and anxiety that this whole COVID thing has created for everybody. I hear that. I'm also looking forward to exercising regularly and going outdoors and generally not sitting in a chair all day. I think that sounds great. Yes. It's, um, tethered to the chair has been tough, but yeah. you know, we we're making it through. Um, and it's, it's funny on that notion that, um, you know, I've I remember going into an office, going to work and all those sorts of things. And you wear the step, step uh, pedometer and everything. And yeah. you could still get to like at least six, seven, 8,000 steps. But like there was times I would check and I'm like, um, it's five o'clock. I'm at 2,500 steps. Exactly. I would marvel. <laughs> I would like, I would think back and I'd go, I think I got up four times to go to the bathroom today. And that was all. Right. right. So down the hall yeah, exactly. and then back down the hall and then back. Uh, well, and maybe to the kitchen for lunch and then back. That's right. So. That's right. And I could, I tell you what, when you call your, your love out about that now, now that's what I love because I'm <laughs> thinking right, about right being outdoors and walking the dog and actually moving. And now I am in love with this too. So thank you for that. Absolutely. For sure. So let's talk about this experience. We met at Capcom 2019, which seems simultaneously like last week and 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. And, um, you had relatively recently had this very conversation. Can you tell us what it was like sort of thinking about it, prepping for, and then having this conversation with your significant other? So it's, it's a great question and, and happy to chat about it. Um, the, the interesting thing is, is that I think the groundwork for, for that conversation was actually laid out over a number of years. Um, the reality is, is that, you know, I've been into this, um, ABDL lifestyle sort of thing for quite a number of years and, and been, you know, married to my spouse for, you know, going on, you know, 
13 years now. Oh goodness. <laughs> but, but with that in mind, um, you know, it was very early in our relationship that, um, the, the kink awareness actually came about. And so with that though, there was like kind of the desire and need to kind of want to continue to evolve and explore. And, you know, look, the reality is, is that, you know, you know, something about yourself, you don't know anything about yourself when you're a teenager, you start to learn something about yourself when you're in your twenties and then you hit your thirties and then all of a sudden, wow, you really are starting to kind of figure out who you are. And with yeah. that though, was this growing and evolving because we met in our twenties and then in my thirties was like, all right, no, I need to understand what this is for me. I need to understand, you know, how this is going to be a part of my life and, you know, fight off all the binge and purge sort of thing that had been happening for years that, you know, I think almost all of us, if not all of us, most of us have gone through at some point. And I certainly did. And it was right there at my thirties that I made the turn. Exactly. So it, it was with that. And then even, you know, speaking to therapists about it and, you know, the whole concept of like wanting to explore, what is this? The Maslow hierarchy and self-actualization. That's the big term buzzword. I don't know if there's yes. gonna, a, a Pee Wee Herman, um, you know, word of the day <laughs> thing that's going to go off right now. But thank God but, for um, Andy's reference. I was afraid we wouldn't get any. Yes, there you go. there's going to be something to drop down podcast, and give us the boys. word. Oh, sorry, we'll talk after, after the podcast. We just oh. lost all of our 20 something listeners just now. Yeah, they said, yeah. Well, I'm out. Yeah. So we'll table it. Yeah. We'll table it. <laughs> but okay. So, but with that, um, you know, talking to, you know, um, mental health professionals about it and like, you know, just being cool, being okay. Well, you know, big part of self-actualization is finding a community that, I, that you can identify with. And this community has existed. And quite frankly, all of these great, you know, not to, not to keep on the, quote unquote 80s theme or anything because I'm I'm not going there but none of this technology existed none of these groups really existed when I was starting to learn about mm -hmm. it myself mm -hmm. so you know it's only been the last 10 years that you've had accessibility to meet and talk with the likes of people like yourself yeah. right I was gonna say it's okay so, if you, I'm just playing it's okay if you guys do 80s I know it's actually part of your story which is important because that's what we're here for I'll just draw pictures for R&T as we go to be like this is what a modem looked like all the sounds and everything oh, that's so yeah. funny so so it, it was it was through that experience that i finally said um you know i see it and i would i, I would like kind of like i'd be online and it was more so to just know the the community exists like that for a period of time that kind of sufficed if you will right the community exists i can see it exists it's there and but then it's like but these i bet these are a lot of cool people right i mean you you gather and you learn through you know uh, things like fat life and whatever else out there that um and tumblr and whatnot but you could see that these are just regular cats that are out there that just so happened to share the same kind of thing about, you know, who they are. Mm -hmm. And, um, I said, you know, I, I gotta believe that that's the case. So that pushed me to first start off with like the discussion about, and, and we talked about kink and the evolution of kink and, you know, this is part of the kink portfolio and whatnot, but, um, you know, 
but we've had conversations and, you know, I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but in the, in the end, it all came down to communication, open and honest communication about this is what I think, and this is what I'd like to do. Um, and you know, having a dialogue, um, obviously it was, you know, just normally happening on like a Friday evening that was low key where we'd be watching a movie or something. And so there was communication here, communication there, revisiting, put it down, come back to it. And eventually it led to, all right, well, I, I understand this is not your thing and I, I'm not going to try and make it your thing. You know, we can see if there's some commonality or mutual ground that we can kind of build off of it. And, and, and we have, we've, we've been able to do that, but that's been over time. So, so the key messages is that don't, rush whoever's uh, you know considering this you don't want to just rush and just throw this out there into the you know the lap of your significant other have a calm conversation use some leading stuff you know that that can kind of help lead into it for instance i mean we were talking about like some movies and and whatnot and then you know something about a movie kind of had a somewhat similar parallel and then it it just funneled itself into okay hey oh by the way there's this munch that is going on and then i got the inevitable question what's a munch and i'm like oh it's a it's like it's like lunch it's just you know having a bite to eat talking and meeting with these people that participate in this community so um I like I like the word munch because it uh, a it's adorable and b it makes right. me think meeting lunch it's a right. meeting lunch yes <laughs> so it, you know and okay well what's involved you know and it's like oh well you know obviously people can be you know wearing a diaper but they're 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 just you're talking you're getting to know people you're being social and then you know it's it started to become um you know other events so was, this was a workup to 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 the capcom experience to so be you honest didn't, you didn't so, start so, out in one conversation and say hey i have a uh, an abdl fetish and i'd like to go to capcom it was like this was years of like your partner already knew about your interests you had already sort of worked that out negotiated that and you continued mm-hmm. to negotiate that started small with a munch yep and I, i'm guessing sort of tested the waters in so much as you came home from that munch and nothing weird happened and you were able to right. say nobody was you know untoward or whatever exactly yeah that's i mean and so you know start small you don't you know it doesn't have to be a big wind up to throw the 103 mile an hour pitch past you know somebody i mean there's it it, it can be you know, a gradual sort of, you know, um, build into it. And, and look, you know, it just so happened to be for me because of my own journey, it took years to do. I mean, you could successfully walk this path in a matter of probably three to six months and it's just one take, right. There's, there's no one size fits all in all of this. Right. And, you know, the, the, I guess the, the underlying caveat that I'd have to put across everything that I say tonight, and I should have said this at the beginning is one, I'm no expert. (laughs) I mean, I am, I, I'm an expert in me and my experience and I, I can't be an expert in everybody else's, but I'm happy to share my experience. So that way, if somebody can glean anything from it, you know, makes the world a little bit better all for it. And that's why I was happy. Happy to, to, to have this talk. We feel the same way every time we open up our big mouths on this podcast. We can't tell. We're not experts on anybody else, but we're experts on ourselves and we'll do our best. Mm-hmm. Do you think, but, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, go ahead. Do you think her accept, uh, your wife's acceptance of the munch 
um, expanded your horizons as to what you wanted to accomplish as far as getting involved in the community? Or did you already have sort of an end goal? Like, I want to go to a munch. I just have to figure out really slow steps to do this so that we can maintain our partnership while I do it. Um, good question. Um, so I would say that really what happened was I think it was more that I ended up because I'm a planner, I, I, I knew I wanted to engage the community. And I, and I said, it, it can be in bite-sized chunks, small, we don't have to go big or anything like that. So it was more so have the dialogue, set the tone. We were very, I mean, it's like, okay, well, if you're okay with this, what do you need to know? What do you want? Do you need me texting while I'm there? Do you need me, you know? So, so th- there was a common ground game that was laid out. Um, for the munch, there was a common ground game that was laid out for the what I'll call the middle event and events where, you know, it was more so people were being a bit more open. You know, with the munches, it's more just standard casual attire and where people are wearing like ABDL, ABDL gear and there's other things there and toys and things like that at other events. But in each one of these steps and all the way to Capcom, it was let's set the ground rules. What do we mutually agree upon? communicate and and give feedback and then you know we'll be fine (laughs) you know we'll make our way through it and at the end of the day i mean i i told you all you know let's let's fast forward you know that worked out fairly well and then i you know i think the big thing that she wanted to know when i got when i was leaving um capcom you know um, we had talked and then I jetted out on that Sunday. I wanted to say it to him for the Monday, but I, I just, I had other things and to, to deal with in the area. And, um, you know, so as I was leaving, I called her and she's like, okay, so how was it? And I said, it, it, it was amazing. I said, it was, it was really about friendship, <laughs> you know, and, and finding friendship, finding actual community. And, um, you know, it, the concern is, is just, it, well, it can have a, a sexual nature to it and all of that, just in its, it, you know, in the fact of you know, what it's about and it is kink. Right. But, yeah. but I told her, I said, you know, look at, at the end of the day, I felt like I bonded with friends. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that was my experience there. I, I made some new friends that were nice people, cool people that were into the same music I was into that liked to read some of the same things that we, you know, we, we, could chat about tv shows or sports or whatever and it, it just so happened to be that everybody was doing it sitting around you know wearing a diaper or something you yeah. know so i remember so that was it. When, when i first started going to events i used to you know i'd always say to nilla folks in my life well i'm going out to you know seattle up with some friends but in my head what i really meant was i'm going to explore crazy fantasy diaper sex wild party fun and right. it turns out that what I was really doing was going to Seattle to meet up with some friends yeah, right. because it's mostly in my experience, uh, that's mostly what you're doing is you're right. making friends, you're, you're making genuine connections mm-hmm. and people are wearing stranger clothing than normal. Mm-hmm. So I have a question for you. Um, for the partner who or for the person with the partner who is more frightened, not as open to the idea more resistant. Do you have any advice for them to either help their partner be more comfortable or on the flip side, 
uh, try to get their needs met without going all out community all the time? Another good question. Did you two get together and like figure out who was going to be the horror? <laughs> I'm bad cop. No, She's bad cop. Yeah. I didn't. I just, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I actually didn't know what I was going to ask you until you started chatting. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it is a good one because if you've got somebody who's, whose partner is really concerned or, or they're afraid their partner is going to be really concerned, I wonder if, if there were any tricks or, or things, and I don't mean tricks like you're tricking your partner, but any tips that might help in those moments. I think it's really about bring, bring it to the table. It's revisiting some of what I think I've said, bring it to the table, have the conversation, but as you're doing it, be open. Don't go into it with an expectation, you know, really make it a dialogue. Um, seek to understand is the other thing too. um, mm-hmm. understand the nervousness, get good confirmation. And I think one of the things that I was also trying to get at is that, you know, it, it's really not too different than, you know, any other difficult conversation you have to have in a relationship. Right. I mean, it's dialogue back and forth to find out and explore the right path forward for the two of you. And, and so that's, that's the key, you know? Um, And these are just frankly killer tips for, as you said, any tough relationship conversation, seek to understand, don't go in with an expectation, actually listen for what your partner's mm -hmm. trying to tell you. And, and look, I I had my flubs as, as I went, (laughs) you know, I, there was times there I was probably like, well, no, you're not hearing me and I'm trying to do, and I I pause it, you know, it just put it on pause or come back to it. It's not an end all be all, but it's, it's a, you know, let's not go there for now. And that's, I just think, I think is the approach. And, but, but as I said, you know, what can happen is, is that if you did get somebody that was completely standoffish, then you start to have to ask the question, are we really going to even get the communication figured out for this? Right. And then at that point, somebody has to answer to themselves, how much do I really need this versus my relationship or, or is that a thing? Right. Yeah. And so those are all the considerations because at the end of the day, we all have one life to live Yeah. (laughs) and we all have to find the happiness for the time that we got. And can I so, say, like, going into the conversation, having already built this up for so long that your only acceptable answer is yes, is a bad idea. So, like, like right. you said, like, am I, how important is this to me relative to my relationship? If you're going in with an ultimatum, hey, mm-hmm. I, I need to go to this thing or I will explode, your partner doesn't have much room to wiggle. Mm-hmm. Right. But being able right. to say, this is super important to me, but you're also extremely important to me. So right. I really want to think it through with you makes a big difference. Well, and by doing so, instead of setting something up where you create a fork in the road, actually what you do is you start building a path right through the middle of it. So, um, you know, that's, that's what I feel like we've been able to accomplish to, you know, to some degree, but again, I, I'll, I'll reiterate, it's not been perfection. You know, it's, I mean, <laughs> relationships in and of itself have messiness to it. And so we've had ours, but it's been, it's been good and and it's been everything that that we need that works for us right so um and you know when i shared with her how much i appreciated the fact that she was okay with you know me attending the capcom as 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 happened that made her feel good too i came home and we spent hours talking about the experience and like and 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 we we sat she listened to your 
podcast. Um, and she still thought it was time. a good idea. Wow. Well, yeah. Well, she's like, I don't know about those two, but you know, <laughs> but no, it honestly, she, she was just supportive and, and, and then the world changed, yeah. <laughs> you know? And so, so, and, and on top of it with the world changing, like it was, it was so weird because, um, you know, here I felt like we've, we've lit the, em- the ember is burning here and we can kind of do something together to really grow with this together. Cause it, it actually, it was amazing because, because I was having the dialogue and we were talking about that experience and I told her about what it was and how it worked out. Um, there was like a real desire to continue to connect and, and even embrace, the, you know, the whole, um, the, the whole concept of this kink. Wow. And so it brought you closer. You had momentum going. That's it actually did. the best case scenario. Yeah. But then COVID it, was it, like, fuck your momentum. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> right. Uh, RY, you hit it. You hit the nail on the head. <laughs> but it's great. That it, it, did. It, it brought you closer. Like having this talk on the back end wasn't just checking off that nothing bad or weird happened. It was actually a bonding process. And I'm sure it reaffirmed your love and confidence in her that she was so accepting yeah. of something that that could be so scary for sure can, now, can i oh go ahead i'm sorry so you said you were a planner and we talked mm. uh, i heard you talk a little bit about um not having a ton of expectation and instead being open to listening and understanding mm-hmm. did uh your planner side have um something in mind for if she was like no 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 this can't happen did you have sort of a plan b for how you guys could coexist and how you could still get your needs met without joining into the outside community. Um, well, as much as I'm a planner, I'm also a, a reprioritizer too. So if, if those things would have come up, I think revisit some of my commentary about, cause that would, you know, the more resistant, the more nervous about it thing. That's the approach I would have taken is I, again, it comes down to the timeline right? You can't have this preset destination. I will be at this event by this date. All right. You just got to slow it down. Yeah. It's, you work through all of that. Um, I I think I said it, you know, my attending Capcom was probably 10 years in the making. It it was, it was literally 10 years in the making because I knew about it happening the first time, um, when it was like much smaller, I guess. And all of that through fat life and stuff. I saw it was out there and I'm like, Oh, people go do this. And okay, cool. But, um, yeah, 10 years. So in other words, so, honor, like honor your need to be involved in the community, but prioritize your relationship with your partner. Right. And, and that's everybody's journey. Yeah, absolutely. That's everybody's journey to figure out, you know, and, yeah. and, you know, be honest with yourself. Um, you know, um, but it didn't ha- it didn't happen overnight not at all but I, I, but- I, I that's actually really encouraging and i'll tell you why because uh we i think that we've had moments where we've encountered other folks or even in my own experience where i've been so impatient and if my partner and i'm thinking specifically of my first partner um was hesitant i think there was some part of me that's like freaked out like oh now it's never going to happen like mm-hmm. If there's resistance now, that means it's done. Shut it down. Cause you know, you're vulnerable and this is a big deal. Mm-hmm. And to hear somebody say, Hey man, this is a process. Like take mm-hmm. it slow. You're working out a, you know, a complicated thing in a very complex relationship. Mm-hmm. I think is actually really encouraging. Even though I would love to hear like everybody say, Oh no, the second I talked to my partner, my partner was like, let's go together. 
But like, that's, mm-hmm. that's not realistic. And I don't even know if that's desirable because there is relationship building that happens as you negotiate. Yeah, this. I've actually seen a couple of relationships where that has been the case and it, it has ended up, I don't want to say in disaster, but the partner overwhelmed themselves in a desire to please. Yeah, I have seen that. Yeah. And, it, and it was hard to watch because, you know, they were, they had the best intention, but they just were so overwhelmed. Yeah, it was a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So interestingly enough, that the, the, the conversation at one point after I got back did move into, okay, well, so this is an annual thing. Yes. Okay. So you want to go again? Well, yes, I do. Cause it's, you know, it, it, this was a good one. Why wouldn't the next one be good? You know? And then it was like, well, do you, and then it, it, to your point, do you want me to go? <laughs> that came up. And I was oh, like, yeah. Oh, um, she goes, cause let me tell you, I think I'd be overwhelmed. Yeah. Oh, she's and a smart I, lady. And I go, I, I got you. I understand. Yeah. Um, so overwhelmed with what so it's just it started a new dialogue right and so 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 is it she's like well to feel like i had to be there and be trapped and couldn't you know leave and you're just Mm -hmm. you're in this hotel Mm -hmm. and immersed in this all the time constantly you know just seeing the stimulation of of seeing you know everything going on and i said no 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 no." i go uh, let me tell you I left <laughs> yeah, my first, I did. I went and got like a, a sandwich at a subway or something like just to get out and get away. Oh, and to kind of like, yeah, yeah. To, <laughs> yeah, to level do. set, you know, is, you know, yes, it's the stimulus. So in other words, I was explaining to her that like, yeah, the, I get it. But, um, the other thing is, is that, you know, we're, we're, we have friends and family in the area and stuff. And so I'm like, okay don't don't need an answer on this but possibly a solution is stay there we buy two tickets and then you a la carte right you 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 come for short stints whatever um i I mean i i could be there but you could come and you know if that's okay then that's okay and if that's not okay then that's not okay that's (laughs) fine right and so and that's literally where we had to leave it and then all of a sudden you know we're living in a COVID bubble <laughs> and that's, uh, and then uh, here that's, we are. yeah, now, 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 yeah. So th- this is a good conversation to kind of re-explore and actually, you know, bring up some of those, what I'll say, good memories before the, the, the madness all started. Yeah. You know? I, I am curious if your wife asked any poignant questions, things that maybe she was concerned about, that might give some hints to listeners who are wondering what is my partner or spouse or significant other going to ask about, you know, what, what do you really want out of this? You know, um, is, is this something that's really highly important to you? Um, you know, is the intent that you're going to go try and, meet and play with people what do you what do you you know so she wanted to know what it's about um she wanted to know you know generally um how many people are attending how big this thing truly is um and then you know uh, how long i was going to stay for i you know and that was that was kind of part to be honest with you that was a negotiation i I mean i could have stayed for the full four days or whatever but um 
you know, I shortened it because of other responsibilities and conflicts. And so, um, and then, you know, how often are you going to be checking in? You know, it's, it, it, so I am getting, I mean, it was the ground rules before there was ground rules yeah. is what I'm saying. And what sort of, what sort of, I mean, as much as you're willing to share, but what sort of ground rules did you end up setting as a result of this conversation? Um, that basically, um, every day communicate two to three times. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the other thing is, is that being married, if you're a married person, don't be taking your ring off. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, be responsive. So, you know, um, have your phone with you, um, when there's a call, you know, answer within a reasonable period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I mean, those were the basics. It, it wasn't, it wasn't overly complicated, you know? And I yeah. think it wasn't because there had been, as I said, it's been this progression. Had I, had I gone and just said, all right, well, I want to go engage the community. And this is going back over the 10 years, maybe the first Capcom or whatever. And I would, and I would have went to her and said, I'm going to this. <laughs> okay. You know, yeah. then that's, that's a problem. Right. And, um, it, it wasn't that. So I guess, and, and I'll be honest with you. Part of the reason why I haven't taken that approach is because a podcast like yours podcast, like Lowe's, um, podcast, um, I think that's her name, Lowe. um, dream a little or whatever. Yeah. And, and like, you know, all, all these, uh, all of this information that's out there and then Rhoda Limscombe and her, her yeah. Dr. Rhoda and her, uh, interviews and stuff that she's done, you know, you, you just, you pick all of these bits and pieces up and you hear about the things where people made their missteps and, you know, it, it it's, that's the beautiful thing about what you're all are doing is that you're creating a groundwork for us to be able to say and have hard conversations be honest yeah you know and 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 that further allows us to explore who we are and and be the people that we want to become and so much better to have that hard conversation up front than to have that hard conflict on the back right Mm. for sure so as a final warm fuzzy question um because i love warm fuzzies can you um tell us a little bit more about the way the ways your relationship has been strengthened through this process of having this conversation through the methods and the guidelines that you guys have set together as a team. Can you talk about how it's improved your relationship or how you guys have grown together? Absolutely. It's actually pretty simple. Are you ready? Ready. 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 We're, we're still married after COVID. Yeah, all right. That's pretty good. You heroes, how? <laughs> no, no, it's not that simple. It's, but it it is and it isn't. I mean, it's been it's been crazy chaos, and the, you know all the responsibilities and busy life and all that other stuff. It's you know at the end of the day, you you just realize what what you got and what you got in front of you, you know, and um, be thankful for that, you know. Um, it's, it's, it's worth fighting for. It's worth waking up every day for, and you know, it's just that much more worth waking up every day for after knowing that there is, doesn't have to be what was thought, you know, 15, 20 years ago as shame around something that's just as simple as wearing a different type of underwear. Yeah. Right. So do you feel, do you feel like, um, any added trust with each other? Do you feel any added, like you've, conquered a hill together now that you've been able to negotiate these events together? Yes, uh, to some extent. And I think that 
as as COVID wanes, and to your point, as you let uh, let in with, you know, other events are out there, and you know, dialogue around that. I mean, if if we can talk about this, we we should be able to talk about anything. And you know, again, conflicts and responsibilities through the last year have kind of gotten away of that a little bit. I'll say, but it doesn't matter. I mean, still at the end of the day, I mean, we do talk about it. It's just more sparingly and there's just so much more to, to, to deal with, um, that we're, we're, we're reprioritizing together and it's about the togetherness. That's mm-hmm. really, really what it's about. I love that. Me too. If we can, if we can talk about this, we can talk about it. I love that. It's kind of like the tagline, baby, we did COVID. We can do this. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> we can do anything. I mean, like, for sure. And, and kudos to you because I mean, both of you, because you were able to, as adults, negotiate this process instead of, for instance, you showing up and saying, it's my way or the highway, I need to do this or I'm going to explode. And so you have to get okay with it. And kudos to her for saying, look, I have these hesitations, but let's work on ground rules so that I can feel good about it. And it strikes me that this trust building exercise that you did of actually following through, setting the ground rules, following through on the ground rules, and then processing the experience on the back. I don't care if it's kink. Or if it's a solo business trip, or if it's mm-hmm. just you know some adventure that you're trying to go on, that is damn good relationship mm-hmm. building. Mm-hmm. And it's like TB said, you guys, his relationship is his relationship. It may not all fit yours, but the one universal is communicate. Yep. It's I don't want to say a dead horse. We've been beating that scene. We wrong. have. Yeah, yeah. Peter will call us. But oh god, it, it's the, the horse was not well. Does that help? He was dead when we found him. He was him. dead when we found him. Then we just beat him. But and that then, doesn't help. That doesn't he's help. A, it's so bad. Okay. Why would you beat a dead horse? It's a. It's an empty plate that we keep eating cake out of. Okay. Okay. This communication thing is very important. That does not. Nobody's exempt. Yeah. No, no relationship is exempt from communication. It doesn't matter if it's verbal, nonverbal. Um doesn't matter what language it's in you have to communicate with each each other other. it sounds like that has been the saving grace is that we've got two good communicators who really worked through it together over a long period of time yeah and and the difference i think the outcome difference between hey this was a rough patch that somehow we made it through because you know my partner went and did some stuff i didn't like is so different from hey this was a relationship building experience of vulnerability and trust that we navigated together i mean the outcomes could not be so kudos mm-hmm. to both of you for taking on that challenge. I, I think in a way that that was thoughtful, intentional, and most importantly, happened before the event, not after. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for sure. Thanks. You bet. Well, I think that's it for today's discussion. And TB, thank you so much for being with us on Love and Brief. Thanks for having me. Of course. If you guys would like to um, see more of TB, he is on FL as, um, I don't have my glasses on. RY, help me <laughs> TB1980 out. TB1980 on FetLife. Yep, uh, no problem. And um, if you'd like to hear more of Love and Brief, we are on our 76th, 76th, that's hard to say, episode. 75th. Uh, and we are gearing up for 100. So please go back and listen through the back catalog. You can even hear the live recording we made at Capcom in 2019, the very weekend we got to meet TB for the first time. It was awesome. You can also go to transcripts.loveandbrief.com if you'd like to read transcripts. If uh, either you just like reading them or maybe it's better for you, so it works better, or, or even for a friend, please pass that along. 
If you want to send us an email, you can email us at loveandbrief at gmail.com. Or you can find us on FetLife at our group, Love and Brief. And you can send our why a direct message. Yep, resonant resonant yes. yes. Yep. I took over. I wanted to help. Or you can do what our two question (laughs) askers did today and send us a note on Tumblr. That's resonantyes.tumblr.com. And just a quick reminder, um, we're in the middle of this Maker series, and we're also gearing up for our 100th episode coming up hopefully relatively soon. We've got 23 left to do after this one. Um, And we would love for you to help rewrite the Love and Brief theme song. Uh, If you are a person who can make noise, you don't even have to be a musician, just a person who can make noise, um, please do something creative with the theme song. We've been using the same theme song uh, since we started, all 76 episodes, and would love to hear your submissions for the new Love and Brief theme song. Anywhere from two seconds to one minute, send it to loveandbrief at gmail.com. And of course, we will happily credit you on the air by any name that you wish. Would just love to hear from you. And if you're concerned that you're not qualified, let me just tell you, we're talking anything from ba 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 da da to doing it with underarm farts to doing it a with full a, orchestra. a baby xylophone yeah. to like organizing a hundred of or your closest friends and harmonizing. Yeah. Not a baby. No, don't play a baby. Don't put a baby on here. No. Um, you can do it using like bottles where you make those sounds. <laughs> you could use a whistle. It doesn't matter, guys. Whatever you have in your room, do it. I Give us would, some stuff to look at and listen to. Would love to hear the makers of the community make some audio for us. Um, that's going to be it for this edition of Love in Brief. A special thanks to our guest, TB, and we will see you next time on Love in Brief. <laughs>